0: You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen, so let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. In today's episode, we talk about the master plan Marriage isn't something we invented. God designed marriage and he has a master plan on how we can build our marriages in a way that reflects his love and also brings much joy and flourishing to our lives, each other and the world around us. In this two part series, we talk about why marriage was designed and how we can go about building marriage according to God's design. Enjoy the show.
1: God's designed for marriage. And good morning, Veynard. Thank you for joining us this morning, morning. to unpack this.
0: Good morning, Cad. Good morning, uh, Tom. Uh, yes, look, uh, this is something that we'd be wise to remember, and that's uh, marriage wasn't actually ever designed by uh, human beings. You know, we didn't come up with this idea of marriage. Um, and so, you know, if, if I think about uh, the process of building a house, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people involved in building that that house. But before the house is ever built, um, before the building ev- even commences, uh, there's, there's someone who sits down and, um, you know, comes up with an idea. You know, that idea develops and uh, at some point in the building process, there's an architect that draws up a plan. And then uh, the builder would actually refer to that plan uh, every time that they... You know, either run into an issue in the building process, or when they're needing instruction on what part of the house to build next.
1: Okay, forgive my ignorance, but is is the man the builder and the wife the architect, or how does this work?
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, that's a good question. But if you think about it, you know what we call that in the building world is a master plan. There's a plan that's drawn up, and then the the building happens off of that plan okay the idea and how that relates to marriage is you know god is actually the master planner behind the idea of marriage and so we'd be wise we are the builders so both husband and wife are building our marriage but the problem most couples face is they uh, you know many couples aren't actually building their marriage off of the master plan which was god's mm. design marriage. So what I'd like to cover, you know, for, um, talk about is, is actually the why marriage was designed. And and one of the, the core principles that we find uh, as early on in the Bible is the book of Genesis, but then also repeated in the New Testament when, um, you know, Paul talks in Ephesians, uh, Paul, the writer of the book of Ephesians says, um, you know, marriage is a divine mystery, you know, but then he says this mystery Actually, talks about um, the relationship between Christ and His bride, and uh, so that's the you know one of the, f- the 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 primary purposes of marriage, and you know we often forget that is to reflect God's image. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah, in, in, in marriage, we have this opportunity. If you think about um, I'm sure we've all seen that picture of the the mountainside in the lake. And if you look at a picture, it's there's that reflection, right? The the mountain reflected in the lake. And you could almost not distinguish which is the lake and which is the the mountain. You can almost turn the picture upside down, they look the same. So just in the same way that the water in a picture of a you know landscape picture of a mountain and a lake reflects the mountain. It is not that mountain, but it is a reflection. We'd be wise to remember that marriage was designed to be a reflection or a representation of Christ.
2: Now, yeah, when we think about this, um, one thing I'm, I'm, I'm considering too i was going to say reflecting on uh pun intended i guess is the sense that you know when we go through our marriage we go through seasons and a lot of the time there's a lot of pressure put on our relationship and i mean this has been highlighted over the last couple of years of course with the pandemic uh and ex- etc um and so you know we, we can lose uh perspective on understanding if you will the master plan for our marriage perhaps you know how do how, why or maybe why is a better way of phrasing it. Why do people find themselves in that position of struggle?
0: Yeah, look, the the any any building process was never promised to be easy, right? And if we if we think about it, you know, if if we're building something that's worth um worth celebrating and worth enjoying, it's gonna take some work and effort. When we approach our marriage with a with the mindset of, hey, we're in this for our own enjoyment. Uh, Sure, marriage comes uh, along with enjoyment and a lot of other great benefits, right? But that's not the purpose of marriage. It was never the purpose Mm. of marriage. So I I know people experience or they internalize pressure when they forget that, you know, marriage was actually designed as a way to represent God's image. uh, But there is naturally resistance to that. Um, So marriage, when it does well, when it's flourishing it has this um if i can say external focus or upward purpose where we're reflecting upwards that relationship that vertical there's a great book um in the family life resource center called vertical marriage where you know we're talking about how is this relationship a reflection of my relationship with um you know with christ and how is our marriage demonstrating that? So, you know, couples would be well do what be wise to actually remember that, you know, this thing was designed by God, which means naturally in the spiritual realm, we'll have resistance to doing marriage well. Okay. And, and we if we forget that, we we often we we approach marriage with what are we gaining out of marriage? Hey, this isn't serving my needs rather than saying, hey, what am I bringing to marriage and how am I using this opportunity of being married to represent Christ well?
1: I actually recall someone telling me about a similar analogy, this idea of vertical marriage where you've got a triangle and at the peak of the triangle there's God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but then the two bottom sides are the husband and the wife. And as you go further up the triangle and you go closer to the tip, the husband and wife, the two bottom corners get closer and closer together. And it's that beautiful picture of like when you seek God and you draw near to him in your faith, in your faith walk, that actually brings you closer to your spouse in the process. Is that what you're referring to?
0: That That is not what I'm referring to, but I should have been. <laughs> so um, I love that analogy. I'm a models um, person. I love looking at models. And, you know, as you were explaining that triangle Absolutely. As we grow close, closer to God, there's that automatic um, us growing closer together as a couple. Uh, you know, the Bible also talks about that three branded straight. So, you know, such a great example you, you use there, Kat, um, because definitely we'd be wise in recognizing if we work in our relationship to God with God, um, we grow closer together,
1: and forgiveness ye- is obviously key as well in this because you know remembering how much Christ has forgiven us. So therefore, keep no record of wrongs against other people, and generally, the person that you're closest to is the person who's going to annoy you the most, right?
0: <laughs> That's right. And, and look, this—it's actually—it's—it's it's a challenge because as I grow to as I grow closer to God, um, marriage was actually designed to. Uh, <laughs> I say this sometimes, not at our weekends to remember, but sometimes I talk about how marriage um, actually helps us to die to our selfish nature. Mm. And so every time I have an opportunity to feel offended in marriage, well, I actually also have an opportunity to demonstrate Christ's love towards my spouse instead of being offended. You know, but that's easier said than done. But if we would allow ourselves to be focused on our walk with Christ and actually say, okay, how can I use my marriage as an opportunity? to grow that walk you know and if if, if we can keep that front of uh, front of mind we'll end up actually creating a flourishing marriage
2: and um just as we bear in mind time uh we're talking about the vertical aspect of our marriage but obviously we're working together with our with our spouse and you know obviously family's involved in this as well so what are some of these other aspects of marriage that we can also bear in mind in terms of the master plan
0: yeah, thanks, Tom. I mean, look, we, we do an entire session on the master plan at our, our weekend to remember uh, where we cover, you know, what we just said, the vertical aspect, that's sort of an external focus, uh, you know, but then there's that inward focus on how marriage was designed um, to mutually complement one another. You know, when God created everything and he said it was good, but then when man was created, he said, it is not good that man is alone. You know, so the design of marriage was actually to... Um, to create oneness, and the third one I'd mention was that outward purpose. So creating a family, uh, which we won't cover today, but um, you know, it's, it will be it'd be good to bear in mind that there's a master plan for marriage. You know, there's a master designer, an architect, if you will, and if we want our marriages to thrive, we'd be wise in actually consulting the plan. And you know, uh, for you know, Christian context, uh, picking up your Bible and reading and allowing yourself and your spouse to grow closer to God and build on biblical principles rather than um, worldly wisdom.
3: On a scale of one to 10, 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and zero being I feel totally disconnected from my partner, where would you rate yourself right now? There's probably room for growth, right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills, and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives. We can promise you it will be a weekend to remember. You may not reach a 10, but most couples leave on cloud nine. Join us on our next couples retreat. Register today at familylife.nz. Thanks
0: for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.